Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I am your founder and host, Miss Genesis Omaris Kemp, and with me today is Jeff Bench. And here's a bit about Jeff. He grew up in a small town in southern Minnesota, working odd jobs during the summer and playing basketball during the winter. He earned a civil engineering degree from the University of Colorado and then a master of engineering from Cornell University, specializing in water resources. After working for large consulting companies in Northern California in 2005, he started his own environmental engineering consulting firm in Sacramento. A career in consulting services revealed a desire to write. The creative solutions-based thinking in a structured engineering world provides a unique perspective to explore American issues. He explores these issues through holiday greetings over the past 10 years and recently compiled these greetings into a book entitled History of American Holidays, a thought-provoking glimpse into America. And today, Jeff and I are going to spend some time talking on how how we use holidays to unify America and what does that look like. So without further ado, please welcome Jeff Bench to GEMS Podcast. Oh, thank you, Genesis. I appreciate it. I've never heard that read out loud before. So... (laughs) My pleasure, Jeff. And before we dive into our segment, I definitely want to start with an icebreaker. So I want you to share a fun but interesting fact about yourself. Oh, that's interesting. An icebreaker. Interesting icebreaker. Um, Well, I guess uh, I heard someone else on another podcast uh, start off with something similar. And when they said it, I, my reaction was, hey, I do that every day too. So maybe I'll use that. It's uh, I eat dark chocolate every day. And every morning before after breakfast, I have breakfast dessert and I eat a small square of dark salted chocolate. Ooh, that sounds good. Because you know, dark chocolate is really good for the heart health. And when you mentioned dark chocolate, I... <laughs> I love chocolate. So I was going to ask, what brand of dark chocolate do you like to eat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, being an engineer and a scientist, I've experimented quite a bit. And I've, uh, I go with Astor when I have the chance, A-S-T-O-R. And okay. uh, I first stumbled, stumbled upon, uh, across it at a coffee shop, uh, a Caribou Coffee Shop in Minnesota. They have those. Um, so anyway, Astor chocolate. It's a Belgian chocolate. Oh, nice. We used to have a caribou coffee here, and I'm not sure what happened to it. But if you're ever interested in trying some new chocolate, I will encourage you to look up Chocolates Dalila. It is a Venezuelan bean to bar chocolate bar. And one of my friends who used to be an engineer at this Fortune 500 company that I used to work with, when um, she left the company, her and her family started this chocolate business. So she's originally from Venezuela and her husband is from Mississippi. And now they make bean to bar chocolates and they have um, different variations. And when I tried it, I was like, oh my God, 
gosh, this is so good. I just can't have one piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I limit myself to a small square every morning. Just otherwise, I'd go nuts. Uh, yeah, but I'll try that. I like yeah. trying different chocolates, so for sure. Awesome. And now let's jump into celebrating holidays and how to, how it unifies American. So we know your background's engineering, and then you pivot and switch gears a bit, started your own firm, and now you're an author and you talk about holidays. So why are holidays so important to you? And how can the how can you bring that to the forefront to help other people see the importance? Um. Yeah, I guess, um, you know, uh, I've been writing these holiday emails just to stay in contact with uh, customers and clients and suppliers. And then when I put it together in a book, I had to write the introduction. And, and uh, that's when I got to thinking about it. Why, why am I doing this? And I did a little research and then kind of pulled together that, you know, holidays basically unify Americans. Um, we're a unique country in that we don't have any common race, we don't have a common uh, religion, we don't all come from the same uh, geographic background, you know, like everyone, Germans, most people who call themselves Germans are from a specific location, you know, but Americans, we come from all over. And not only that, we don't have that long ancestral history uh, that most other countries have. So, uh, we are that great melting pot, that societal experiment. And holidays are one of the few things we have that really bring us together. They define our values and our, our cultural identity. So they are more important than we realize as we flow through them throughout the year. I completely resonate with that. And the reason why is because like, I am first-generation American, so my dad was South American. He was from Curaçao, so off the tip of Venezuela, and my mom is West Indian, so she's Caribbean descent from St. Vincent and the Grenadines, so some of the holidays that they celebrate are different um, holidays and tradition in comparison to um, what we do here in the States, so sometimes I would want to do certain things, like for example, Halloween. And that's not really condoned or celebrated overseas in the Caribbean. And I asked my mom, why? Like, I want to go trick-or-treating. Like, and she's like, oh, we just don't do that. But like, I'm always an inquisitive child that always like push the buttons with my parents. And I'm the youngest one out of five. So my mom would be like more conservative, but my dad would be like, oh, okay, just be safe. Just go with a group of friends or whatnot. And I think it just depends to like culturally where you're from and how you could take your culture back and mesh them together because I think learning about different holidays and why it's important to an individual is also a way that we can unify each other and America as a whole. What are your thoughts there, Jeff? Well, I, I agree. And um, it's interesting you brought up Halloween as an example because to me, uh, when I write about Halloween, I, it goes to immigration, which is a, you know, an issue in America throughout our entire history. But, you know, even now, it gets, uh, it's a political issue. But Halloween has it, its history goes all the way back to Northern Ireland. And um, they would celebrate the end of the summer and the beginning of winter, actually the end of the fall and the beginning of winter. And it was such a scary time because so many people died over the winter uh, back in ancient times. So Halloween dates back 2,000 years or more. And, well... 
yeah, something like that. And uh, um, they would, they had their traditions where they, it was a very community-based holiday where they would uh, build a bonfire and, and there'd be sacrificial components to it. And then everyone would take a, a, some burning embers back to their own homes and start their own fires to uh, help them last through the winter. Uh, so those traditions then found their way to America through immigration and primarily during the great uh, pot uh, potato famine in Ireland, uh, many Irish immigrants uh, came to the United States and they brought their traditions with them. And that's uh, uh, just a perfect example of the melting pot that we are and that Halloween is more of a, uh, a, a tradition in America that originated somewhere else. Mm, and thank you for sharing that. And as you were talking about it, another tradition that originated in America, but is totally different than um, Mexico is Cinco de Mayo. And here in the States, we love celebrating Cinco de Mayo's and people resonate because, oh, it's like Cinco Trinco, or I could go have a margarita and really get Tex-Mex food. But then when you go to Mexico, they don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Oh, they don't. I did not know that. <laughs> no, my um, mother-in-law just told me that because she's going to Mexico on Cinco de Mayo. And I was like, oh, cool. You're going to be there for Cinco de Mayo. And she's like, oh, they don't celebrate that. And then she said their celebration is done in September. And I forgot the significance behind it because she just told me briefly this weekend. Oh. But um, we are now coming into... Um, Easter or Resurrection Sunday, and we just had Palm Sunday this past Sunday. So how are these upcoming holidays important to you? And how can we, you know, educate people on the meaning behind these holidays, and also look for ways to unify Americans around this different holiday, even though we're still in precedent times where some people don't want to gather in big groups due to the pandemic? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, Easter is one of those holidays um, where I, I've always kind of wondered about it because there's, um, to me, there's a lot of humorous aspects to it. Um, you know, I don't want to be irreverent or anything like that, but I, I always kind of picture it like the six-year-old asking their mother, you know, uh, hey, do rabbits really lay eggs? I mean, what's going on with that? And uh, do, uh, and if they don't lay eggs, then how do rabbits make bunnies then? Come on, they must lay eggs and uh, explain that. Or I also think of like the insufferable teenager maybe asking the parents, you know, why is Easter on a different day every year? I mean, Jesus died, right? And like he's born on December 25th, you'd think there'd be one day that he died, but it's a different day and it's always a Friday. What's up with, I mean, how does that work? And uh um, and, and they call it Good Friday, uh, you know, that, that's the day he died, you know, so why do you call it Good Friday? Um, and so with that, you really have to understand the history of Easter, and you can get all those questions answered, and uh, I know myself growing up, I never really knew the answer to a lot of those questions, and, uh, uh, but uh, I think if you like the history of it, uh, the eggs and the bunnies um, really are, uh, as Christianity moved north, you know, from, you know, kind of the Roman Empire in Italy, moving into like back to England, Ireland, the Northern European countries, 
as they try to convert the, the pagans, uh, they had their own rituals. And um, a lot of that, the, the eggs and the, and the bunnies are more of the springtime rituals of the pagans uh, celebrating the beginning of a new year after the long winter and the eggs and the, the rebirth and, uh, and, and the uh, bunnies were prolific uh, in the springtime in the grasses of Northern Europe. So they became synonymous with the new year. Um, and the eggs have kind of latched on with Christianity rather well because the chick uh, emerging from an egg, it can be symbolic for you know, Jesus' resurrection from the tomb. And so uh, they, they, it's a good fit. And then uh, decorating them, they used to be uh, back in the 1200s, um, the, uh, they would give up eggs for Lent and it was a forbidden uh, thing to be eating during Lent, but they would decorate them. And then uh, when Easter came around and Lent was over, they could celebrate with the, having a decorated egg to eat. So. Uh, that goes way back. And then the, uh, why is it on a different day every year? Is, uh, that, um, you may already know this, or I never knew this, but it's all related to Passover and the, the story of, uh, uh, you know, Moses leading the Hebrew slaves out of Egypt, which is a long, interesting story in itself. Um, uh, and I don't know if we want to get into that, but we could, but um, uh, you know, he, um, I don't know how familiar all the listeners are to that story, but you know, the, the, the Hebrews were in Egypt and they're enslaved by the pharaohs and, uh, uh, to, uh, the pharaohs were worried, um, that the Hebrews were, uh, could take over. And so he, uh, the pharaohs started killing the uh, firstborn Hebrew son of every family, except one of the sons, oh, and they'd kill him by drowning him in the river, but then uh, the Nile, uh, and then the, one of the sons was put on the, some, a little raft made of leaves and floated down, and, uh, and uh, that was uh, saved by the daughters of the pharaoh, actually, the way I understand it, and uh, raised as an Egyptian, but really he was a Hebrew, and that guy was Moses, and then as Moses came to age, God called upon Moses to uh, get the Hebrews out of there. Um, but the Pharaoh wasn't going to let it happen. And they went through all these plagues and different things, floods and droughts and famines. Finally, uh, God said he was going to kill the firstborn of all the Egyptians. So uh, the Hebrews were to mark their homes with uh, lamb's blood over the doorway. And then... God. And they passed over the, over. yeah. And then from that time forward, you know, the Jewish faith celebrated Passover. They still do. Um, but they celebrated with a meal. And that, that meal is the Seder. And, uh, um, and Jesus, here we get back to Jesus now. <laughs> and his resurrection. Well, he was Jewish. And the Last Supper was the... Passover, you know, Seder feast. And uh, so uh, Easter and Passover are tied together because of that. And uh, uh, Christians celebrate Passover, uh, Easter and they haven't changed. They've stuck with celebrating and, you know, uh, 
tied to Passover, and that is tied to the Hebrew calendar. And that's why it's a different day every year, because the, uh, the, the Jewish faith, they, they stick to the Hebrew calendar. And um, it's a lunar-based calendar, um, as opposed to our calendar, the, I guess the Gregorian calendar is a, a solar-based calendar. So the, the Hebrew lunar-based calendar uh, is based on you know the phases of the moon and doesn't really take into account circles around the sun. And uh, but it does get adjusted uh, so that it gets close together. So uh, which is interesting in itself. It's all science, you know. But uh, uh, they adjust their calendar by adding a, a lunar cycle every couple of years. Um, it's still not totally accurate. But uh, anyway, it's that uh, uh, tying together the Hebrew calendar with our calendar. We end up celebrating Easter because um, it's the first Sunday after the first full moon after the spring equinox. And so, a lot of <laughs> a lot of history and symbolism and um, going on with why certain holidays are celebrated. And then if you bring in the religion aspect, because there's Christianity, Judaism, there's people who are Jehovah's Witness, and the list goes on and on. Each religion celebrates their version of the holidays a little bit differently. And I know, for example, because I have some Jehovah's Witness people in my family, they don't celebrate holidays, they don't celebrate birthdays or etc. because they feel like it's paganism. And I always like to challenge some of those family members. Once again, y'all know I like to challenge people and ask, why do you really understand the meaning behind certain things? And uh, is the Bible really being followed or are there pieces that are taken out? Because we weren't there in history. So, you know, all we could do is have faith and believe, but everyone has their own indoctrination on why things are done a certain way and it comforts them but then it really to unify unify certain things i feel that you need to be open to diverse thoughts and opinion um you have to have equity you have to have that in, um, inclusion and you also have to have a sense of belonging there when it comes to unity because without that then are we really unified and is the world unified. I don't know what your thoughts are around that, Jeff, or if I went down a rabbit hole, but I think that's a piece of, you know, ho holidays, because you talked about knowing the origins of the holiday, understanding them, and then the unity piece. Yeah, and I think uh, you bring up a, a lot of good points there to kind of unravel the, like, to not do something because, uh, let's say it's pagan in your mind, um what's wrong with a, a pagan tradition it's you know are we too far above that to accept that as being uh good for anyone else who might think that so what i come away with um and even christianity and uh, uh judaism celebrating these things together it is is an example of how different religions can get along and to know one religion um, and understand it is the beginning of being able to accept it. And then just being able to accept that, hey, what's good for me may not be the best for you. And, and different people can have different beliefs and different religions and you can accept them 
um, and get along and, and it's uh, not anything to argue over. Um, and in the example of uh, Passover, uh, Christianity dating back like a thousand years ago was wanting to set a date um, for Easter as opposed to going with this uh, lunar based uh, uh, determination for the date. But uh, all through time they've said, well, you know, basically this keeps us together with uh, our, our, our Jewish friends. So, and, you know, some people were like, well, it was, you know, the Jews who killed Jesus. Yeah, we're over that. You know, it's like, it's time to be together. And this is a great way to, that we can stay together. And, uh, you know, clergy throughout the, the centuries have come to the same conclusion. And so I think it's important to know and understand what other people believe and 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 you don't have to agree with them, but you you shouldn't uh, you know cast dispersions in their direction for uh, believing what they happen to believe. Because who's to say who's right or who's wrong? You know. Um, I, I completely agree because I have told some of my family members they may not like me to say this on air or recording, I pretty much told one of them, well, if you don't believe in celebrating holidays, I don't think you should come to any of the functions because you coming to the functions and partaking in the food and the fellowship is in a sense like you're celebrating it. So if you don't, if you don't want to celebrate it, don't come to the events <laughs> because to me, it's, <laughs> it just sounded like you know, hypocrisy, like, because it's like, how is that helping me understand? Like, I'm always open to having a conversation and understanding another person's viewpoint. But if you're telling me one thing, but then your actions do not align with what you're saying, then it's hypocrisy, in my opinion. And we're all entitled to our own opinions. We're not always going to see eye to eye. And sometimes we're going to respectfully disagree in order to agree and move on with our day. <laughs> right. And yeah, and I, I agree with you. It's like by definition, if you come to my celebration, you're celebrating, and uh, so just admit it. <laughs> yes, and one of the things that um, I saw is you mentioned holidays define America's social and cultural fabric. They are celebrated without many of us knowing their origins, purpose, and history. And then you also go on to say America is unique in that we are not unified by geography, a common religion, or a unifying ethnicity. Holidays help bring, bring together the melting pot that is America. And I like that you put the last statement. They bring together the melting pot because when you think about all the races, the cultures, and so many other things that factor into that, we are a melting pot because everything is all blended. And that's unity. Yeah, absolutely. We are a, a societal experiment. And if you read through all the holidays, it really weaves it together. Uh, you know, from 4th of July uh, to now Juneteenth, you know, all these different holidays, Columbus Day, Veterans Day, they tell the story of America. Yeah. So as we wind down, Jeff, do you have a favorite holiday or, or tradition that you and your family celebrate? Oh, for me, the, our favorite is uh, Thanksgiving. Um, and, and that's where the tradition comes in, because 
um, uh, you know, these traditions really help bind things together or unify people. And whether it's your family and you establish uh, different traditions for different holidays, whether it's brunch every Easter or something different every Father's Day, or for me, it was Thanksgiving. And now I look back on it and it really brings our family together at Thanksgiving time. I wish I had been more dogmatic about doing different things on different holidays throughout the year, but I, I never let Thanksgiving go by without doing pretty much the same thing. And, uh, and it does, it, it works for your family, the schools, the communities, uh, you know, state holidays to federal holidays. It brings together uh, any size group of people. And uh, um, we talked about Halloween that goes to the block party. It dates way back to ancient times where they all sat around the same uh, communal bonfire. Uh, so whatever you can do to establish your traditions, is, uh, it'll help. Thank you for sharing that. And as we wind down, Jeff, I want you to leave the listeners as well as the viewers with your call to action for this segment. Um, let's see, call to action for this. Let's see, I had two things I wanted to end with um, that I was thinking about. One is back to Easter. Uh, just say that, you know, as you go through the, the whole religious ceremony in the spring, uh, springtime celebrations, it's um, it's really a time for reflection and and renewal. So um, you know, within your busy lives and whatever, it's a good time to really review and appreciate basically your own existence. And um, and I think the whole resurrection thing helps us uh, find gratitude in that. And then you can think about your existence today and into the future. Um, and so that's my takeaway on the spring celebrations. And then if uh, a call to action would be to uh, learn about American holidays and how it can help uh, your, uh, your whole uh, being and living in America. Cause it does, they do the holidays uh, review our history. You can see, you know, it's not all good <laughs> and, and you have to understand that and our values and, and how they really apply to today as well. Once you learn the history, uh, you're not as condemned to repeat it and you can see how things are uh, going on today that have happened before and they're reflected in our holidays. Beautiful. And for anyone interested in connecting with you further, Jeff, um, please plug your website and where you hang out primarily on social media. Yeah, the website's uh, jeffbench.com, and that's J-E-F-F-B-E-N-S-C-H. That's, uh, yeah, jeffbench.com. And uh, uh, social media, I'm just kind of an old guy on Facebook. That's about it. I do need to get, I need to get up to speed on some of the others, but I haven't yet. Thank you so much for plugging that, Jeff. I actually chuckled when you said an old guy. You could, you could also say, I'm just a seasoned guy. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, there you go. 
Listeners and viewers, we definitely challenge you to go learn more about various holidays, learn the origin, where did they stem from, what's the purpose of the holiday, and look for ways to unify with others via celebrating that holiday. And until we chat next time, make sure you subscribe and share this segment. We can be found on 40 plus platforms. Also connect with us over on YouTube for all things video content, which is at GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And for those of you interested in continuing to help spread the mission of GEMS podcast, which we are here to educate, inspire, and motivate while connecting the dots and bridging the gap for diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, because it takes all of us coming together to make this world a better place. You can find out more by going to genesisamarscamp.net where you'll also see that we are ranked in the top 3% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts by www.listennotes.com for all things metrics. So until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day and go learn something new because if you're not learning, you're not growing. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor So please reach out via email at gems, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.